All right. Good morning, and I want to welcome you this morning to uh, First Baptist Church and our annual uh, Christmas service, which we are always excited to uh, always excited to do a fun time to come together and uh, and worship together. There's a few announcements that you should be aware of there in your bulletin. Um, our uh, our Christmas Eve service is co- coming uh, this Thursday, uh, 5 p.m. Uh, it'll be a special service. We'll have our uh, our children will be coming up. They'll be singing some songs. They've got a little bit of a play uh, to do, so that'll be exciting uh, for us. So that's 5 p.m. It shouldn't be uh, any longer than an hour for those of you who are joining us online. We'll have that uh, have that online for you to partake in. Uh, if you are giving today, please just kind of as usual. It's been this way for a year, but I feel like I always got to say it. Uh, on your way out the door there on your right-hand side, there'll be a box, and uh, please please give that way. You can drop your checks off there. If you're giving online, uh, as you know, you can go to the website up there at the very top. Um, you'll find a Give tab, and uh, you can click on there. Just follow the instructions. You can give that way. Um, our discipleship classes, that is our 9 a.m. Sunday school classes, Lord willing, will start back up on Sunday, uh, December 17th. And uh, we'll, have, we'll have our normal classes, our three adult Sunday school classes going on then. Uh, if you are interested in joining the men's discipleship, uh, please sign up back at the Welcome Center. Also, uh, we've already had uh, more interest in joining the church. So if you have any interest in knowing what FBC is all about, where we stand doctrinally, uh, all the things that it, uh, it means to be a member, uh, of the church here, we would love to uh, love to spend time with you, and I've got a class that we teach. Every time that number gets up to ten, we do that. Uh, we'll take that. We'll have that class, so that orientation class. So, uh, with that said, I'll start us this morning uh, in worship. If you'll stand, we'll read Psalm ninety-eight. Psalm ninety-eight. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. For he has done wonderful things. His right hand and his holy arm have gained the victory for him. The Lord has made known his salvation. He has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his loving kindness and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth and sing for joy. And sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with the lyre, with the lyre and the sound of melody, with trumpets and the sound of the horn. Shout joyfully before the King, the Lord. Let the sea roar and all it contains. Let the world and all those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing together for joy before the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples. With equity. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much that you are a just judge. Lord, that uh, as we walk through this valley um, of the shadow of death, Lord, in this time in our lives, uh, we look forward and we have great hope, Lord, that you will judge and you will judge justly all that goes on in this world. Lord, beyond that, we are grateful and thankful uh, beyond expression for your Son who you've given to us. That during that judgment, God, that if, he, if we are found in him, you will have mercy on us. We thank you for that, Lord. I pray that you would help us as a church celebrate this season. 
of the coming of the Savior, your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, we will give you all the glory. All God's people said, Amen. Amen. Thank you. Please be seated. At Christmas time, we celebrate the fulfillment of an ancient promise. From the time of Adam, God had promised a Savior to redeem humanity. And as the world grew dark with sin, those who loved God longed for the promised one. Down through the ages, God explained the promise to Adam and Eve, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and David. The prophets of old continued to remind the people of Israel that God would one day fulfill his promise. Hundreds of years had passed since Isaiah prophesied of the child who would come, and he said he would be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Centuries of waiting and wonder had not dimmed the light of expectancy in the hearts of God's people, and so it was on a quiet night in Bethlehem, eternity's question was answered as Mary brought forth her firstborn son wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger.
God answered the longing of his people. By sending his only begotten son, in Christ we are given access to all the hope of heaven. In him we find a gift beyond measure, love beyond degree, glory unimagined, and mercy undeserved. The message for us today is the same message the angels gave the shepherd. Come and see what God has done.
Father, I am so thankful that the promise of Scripture tells us that you are God with us, that as you were announced to the world, the angels came to describe that you are a God that came to the lowest. You came to every one of us, regardless of our personal circumstances. You came to everyone because we are all sinners. And so, Lord, the promise of what Christmas time is all about, we're so thankful for. You are the greatest gift that we could ever receive. So, Lord, today, as we celebrate your birthday, as we spend time as a church in the Scripture, reading of the history of the promised one, Lord, I'm so thankful that you've given us the opportunity to celebrate you also within our hearts personally. pray all of this in your name. Amen. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. When his mother, Mary, had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, planned to send her away secretly. But when he had considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Now, all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. And Joseph awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took Mary as his wife, but kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. This Jesus had been foretold through the prophet Isaiah, who said, For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it, and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. Please rise and sing. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the sun of God. 
Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph, of the descendants of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming in, he said to her, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was very perplexed at this statement and kept pondering what kind of salutation this was. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? 
The angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a son in her old age, and she who was called barren is now in her sixth month, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, the bondslave of the Lord, may it be done to me. Now in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census be taken of all the inhabited earth. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone was on his way to register for the census, each to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, in order to register along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was with child. While they were there, the days were completed for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the upper room. Please rise as we sing, O Little Town of Bethlehem. is 
In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today, in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, Let us go straight to Bethlehem then, and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. So they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen this, they had made known the statement which had been told them about this child. And all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. The shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as had been told them. Please rise as we sing, Hark, the Herald Angels Sing. Oh 
In his gospel, the beloved apostle John identifies this baby Jesus as something as simple as the word, word. He writes this in John 1, verses 1 through 14. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him. And apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There came a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light, so that all might believe him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. There was the true light, which coming into the world enlightens every man. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and those who were his own did not receive him. 
But as many as receive him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of the man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw his glory, glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. Please rise as we sing joy to the world. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive the King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And her, and her, and nature sing. Joy to the earth, the Savior reigns. Let man their songs employ, while fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains. Repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy, repeat, repeat the sounding joy. No more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the is found, for as the curse is found, for as, for as the curse is found. He rules the world with truth and grace, and makes the nations Friends, as we come together today and with our families uh, throughout this week to come, let us pause and wonder at the reality that the creator and judge of the universe, Jesus, who being eternal, was in the form of God but emptied himself to be made in the likeness of men. 
And then he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even the death on a cross. In a striking example of God's predetermined will and man's culpability for his actions, Jesus' life and death was predetermined from eternity. But in space and time, he, like you and I, had to be obedient to God and God's eternal word. And for him, obedience was going to be unto the point of death. At the inauguration of the church, the Holy Spirit fell on those who believed, and Peter boldly preached the very first New Testament sermon about the life and death of Christ, saying this in Acts chapter 2. Men of Israel, listen to these words. Jesus the Nazarene, a man attested to you by God with miracles and wonders and signs which God performed through him in your midst, just as you yourselves know. This man delivered over by the predetermined plan and foreknowledge of God. Beloved, although the life and death of Jesus had been predetermined, Christ still had to be obedient to the established Word of God, submissive to the Heavenly Father, and led by the Holy Spirit of God. It was not disingenuous when we read in the garden at Gethsemane that Jesus was vexed and sweating, as it were drops of blood. Multiple times he asked the Father this, saying, My Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Our Lord was just as we are at times feeling the pressure of obedience to the Father and could have willed himself out of that moment. But he chose obedience to the call of God on his life and that call had been predetermined from eternity. As a church, we have been making our way through 1 Timothy. And just last week, we encountered an early recorded Christian doctrine found in chapter 1, verse 15, where Paul wrote Timothy and said it is a trustworthy statement deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Friends, if you're here today, you are a sinner. And sinners need saving from God's judgment on their sin. We often see signs during the Christmas season, and they say this, and rightfully so, Jesus is the reason for the season. Although that is true, the Bible teaches that Jesus is the reason for every season. Every man has sinned in Christ, and because of that sin, God gave his gift of his Son to the world. Jesus made this promise to you and I, in the Gospel of John, saying this to Nicodemus, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through Him. Today, if you will believe that Jesus was punished on your behalf for your sin, 
and that He defeated death by overcoming the grave, then you will be saved from God's just wrath on sin on that day. You can do it now. You can cry out for God's mercy now, tonight, in the morning, but do it as God leads you. He is faithful, beloved, and He is just to forgive you. Friends, Christ came into the world to a little town called Bethlehem to save sinners like you and me. This truth gives us the opportunity to be joyful and eternally triumphant. Amen? Please stand with us as we sing, O come, all you faithful. Oh, 